0: Jules,
1: uh, what are we doing? Uh, we are doing filmographies. We, we doing filmographies? We doing filmographies. We doing filmographies. I thought you were
0: putting that uh, beer right there on the laptop. I almost did. <laughs> All right. We are uh, now moving into the second uh, film credit for Billy Crudup.
1: Well, f- first off, I'm Jules. Oh, and I'm Jason. And we doing filmographies.
0: We doing filmographies.
1: Uh, we are back. Episode two. Episode two. In the Billy Crudup chronicle
0: yep uh, another
1: another uh real tour de force
0: performance from billy Crudup. hot off of the blockbuster sleepers he's same year i believe 1996 also oh well sleepers was 97
1: what at least it was released in 90s wait no it was 96, it's 96. Right. i think they're both 96 i'm thinking of the matrix again <laughs> did, did, did you verify that the matrix is 97 it's not 99 <laughs> it's more than likely uh 99 I, for some reason, yeah, you're right, 1996.
0: Jesus, I keep calling it Everybody Says I Love You. It's, well, it's Everyone Says I Love You by he, Woody Allen. Oh,
1: I call it that too.
0: The comedy musical.
1: In fact, that's what I Googled. Everybody Says I, I Love I You. I tried
0: to uh, illegally download it and got no results.
1: So that's interesting. Yes. Because um, I rent everything that we watch. Boy, I sure don't. I do. I want to contribute. Uh, uh, but this movie is not available to rent on any platform. That's so weird. Other than Vudu.
0: Okay. Do you have to rent it on Vudu or is there yeah, ads? I okay. have to rent it. How much did you pay for this fucking thing? Uh,
1: Well, so that's the good news is it was $3.99 for a high quality okay. stream. Okay. But because it was my first rent, uh, it was 20% off. Oh. So it was literally like three bucks. Okay. And I'm thinking like, who's trying to bury this one?
0: I mean, I think this is considered a lesser Woody Allen picture. The reviews were not super kind. Not to in it. the Criteria Collection. No, no. I mean, so are you a Woody Allen fan? Mm-mm. I know there are a handful of Woody Allen films yeah. that I've seen and I liked. I know my mom really liked Crimes and Misdemeanors. I think. Okay, is that the Martin Landau one? I don't even know. I don't know. I know I've seen it. I remember firing it up uh, and being like, oh, I'm going to watch this. I hear it's really good and being like, oh, yeah, I've seen this.
1: I think I I, I need to reframe that. I, I don't like Woody Allen. And I think some of his movies are kind of throwaway or a mess. But I like some of the dialogue. Okay. And some of the performances, especially if it's Woody Allen's dialogue coming from Alan Alda. I'm See about it. You, ah, fuck! I hate
0: that. I hate that. Like the the main characters are Woody Allenified. Like they're all doing that that the uh, Woody Allen impersonation. Uh, uh, that was the big thing with name? like Kenneth Branagh and was it Celebrity deconstructing Harry? Isn't that like a bunch of little Woody Allens too? Oh,
1: I don't. Yes, uh, Edward Norton is definitely doing a Woody Allen yes. in this movie, and it is quite unbearable. there was a Woody Allen movie where he's a director going blind I liked that one I don't even know which one that is yeah he's like a washed up director and they're like hey direct this movie and he's like okay uh, oh but I'm secretly going blind so he directs the movie blind what is that Uh, maybe Taya Leone's in it Uh,
0: is this like later period like 20 yeah Woody
1: Allen let me see here blind movie it is called Hollywood Ending Oh, no, I have it's not seen it. from 2002. Yep. Taylor Leone, George Hamilton. George Deborah Hamilton? Messing. Mm-hmm. Treat Deborah Williams. Messings?
0: This is a fucking horrible cast. Tiffany Thiessen. Really?
1: In, in a lot of ways. Tiffany Amber Thiessen? Yeah. In a lot of ways, it reminds me of Schenectady, New York. Oh. In that it's sort of meta. Okay. But- not as good. You
0: mean synecdoche? Yeah. Syn- no, yes. no, you're right. It is connected. Is it connected? It's pronounced Schenectady, but yeah. it's Spelled synecdoche,
1: which is probably what I called it. Yeah. <clears throat> when I first saw it, but uh, th- th- that movie's okay. There's really nobody else. Oh, did he do Bob du- Dorian's in there.
0: <laughs> did he do? They um, do Vicky Christina Barcelona. I think he did. Points pretty good. Vicky Christina's pretty dumb. Did you like? Pretty that? dumb. That's the. Only movie I've watched with my girlfriend in which she was horny afterwards. Oh, so it holds a, Javier Bardem. Yes, so it holds a, a place in my heart. Maybe that was never it, yeah. replicated again. I thought maybe mm-hmm. that was well, Scarlett Johansson, right? Sexy movies off the ground. I think Scar so. Joe. And um, Penelope Cruz, Penelope maybe? Cruz, Javier Bardem's wife. There you go. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't like Woody Allen movies. No, I think it's very interesting that he had like what, a 30-year run where he was a big deal? Because this movie is fucking terrible. Yeah. And it was still, like, a movie that people were kind of excited about. It bombed. But, I mean, it was still like, hey, Woody Allen. I mean, I think before this was Bullets Over Broadway, which I remember renting. Uh Uh-huh. And I think that's a musical also, right? Ah. I believe so.
1: Yes, but a more traditional one. Okay. I I
0: hate musicals so much I always want the songs to go away and it to just be stories. And I remember thinking that while I was
1: watching Bullets Over Broadway. Well, and and especially in this movie, because um, I I guess, you know, he hired the cast and then was like, oh, it's going to be a musical. Right.
0: I thought that was great. And Drew Barrymore is the only one who that's not her voice. There's
1: two people. Oh, there's two. But I think she's the only one of note. Although I did not think that was Woody Allen singing i think it sounded like him though i thought it sounded like a fucking 1940s record like
0: they were all pretty bad singers i feel like for the most part i actually when drew barrymore is singing in the movie i was like i think i i'm this is i'm feeling this Mm -hmm. she's so young Mm -hmm. and beautiful Mm -hmm. and i i feel like the song's actually touching my heart she's great and it's not even her
1: no and the bedroom set was god-awful
0: yeah. Uh... <laughs> we didn't do a synopsis for this movie. Let me go no. ahead and tell you guys what it's about. Yeah, 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 please. A New York girl sets her father up with a beautiful woman in a troubled marriage while her stepsister gets engaged.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that's a more apt synopsis.
0: That's that's good. But it's just as
1: boring as the movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and this movie is stacked. The cast is phenomenal. Oh man. Ed Norton, you know, there's a moment where Ed Norton is standing in front of the jewelry store to meet up with Natasha Leon mm-hmm. to pick out an engagement ring where I think he looks just like Cooper Hoffman in Licorice Pizza. Oh. Which I will throw out there. His like his bangs r- ruffle in the breeze just a little bit and makes me think of that kid.
1: There was a moment in the jewelry store when he's reacting to the prices he yeah it's just aghast mm-hmm. and he's got like a real blotchy red neck i thought it was a really good i don't know if he was doing that on purpose
0: flabbergasted or... by the prices
1: i thought that was really good but uh yeah this
0: uh and then they broke out in the song and ruined whatever feeling that you had uh brewing
1: i did like that intro i like the mannequins dancing i like the old lady and the nurse yeah that was all right you know it was the cute homeless guy. it was like i can this is like la la land i sure. can get into this i haven't seen that i haven't either <laughs> <laughs> uh and then they're in the the jewelry store neiman marcus and oh. and they do the neiman marcus number uh my baby don't care about jewelry or something i have no idea is the name of the song <laughs> i just tuned out every time a song and then dance. they really try to do like a, a musical uh showpiece yeah with dancing and and backup guys and
0: I didn't find any of the songs remotely likable other than that Drew Barrymore moment.
1: No, I, I actually, honestly, I think the standout song for me was Goldie Hawn's number. At the end? Yeah. Okay. Uh, where, I mean, it's a it's a song I off the top of my head, I can't think of what it is, but it's like a song song. Okay. A lot of these are like song songs.
0: Okay. Um, I, I wasn't sure if he like wrote them or somebody wrote them for there him. There's some
1: name that's mentioned, but I'm pretty sure a, a lot of these, like "Making Whoopi, that's a song. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure.
0: Um, but they're done so horribly, you can't tell if they're just maybe borrowing words from popular songs.
1: That too. Yes. I, I think "Making Whoopi, once we get to that refrain, I'm like, oh, I know this song.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe
1: I know it from this movie. Because as it turns out, I think I saw this before as like a kid. Possibly in high school.
0: I'm so sorry.
1: And I and I didn't realize it until um the sort of uh, end of the second act. Okay. When everybody's down in their luck. Yeah. Um and I'm like, oh, oh, I remember this. Why do I remember this? And I we'll get to that part. But um So yeah, they do the opening Neiman Marcus number and it's just a fucking dud. Edward Norton's yucking it up, doing his worst Woody Allen. He's dancing on tables. Yeah. You know, it, it it I don't know like the DJ DJ I think is the character Natasha Leone yeah yeah she's good she's good but not maybe in this she's good but I don't think the 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 role is good
0: yeah she's kind of hard to peg her age I actually I was quite confused by the ages of the the children yes this. I Natalie really... Portman seems like she's fourteen I believe I think okay. she's supposed to be fourteen there's um.
1: So is she, she Gabby must Hoffman
0: be, also. yeah,
1: she must be fresh off of The Professional.
0: See, I was trying to, I actually, I had like a whole weird experience with this because.
1: And Primal Fear for Edward Norton. Yeah, it might be assume. like right after that. Because that's 95, maybe? That
0: sounds like it'd be 95, the year of maybe Copycat also. I oh. was so into Natalie Portman. huh. And I I think we're about the same age, me and her. Yeah. And I loved her in Beautiful Girls, mm-hmm. which I thought was like. It was one of my very favorite movies growing up. Now it's incredibly creepy that an old man was interested in this child that lives next door. But not necessarily romantically, but um,
1: kind of. Who's in that? The dude.
0: The dude. Timothy Hutton. Timothy. That's the movie I'm thinking of. Michael Rappaport. Yeah, that's.
1: Like, what is going on here? Yeah. But I think mean, that was my favorite movie for quite a long time. How were there all of these movies? The Professional was 1994,
0: okay. by the way. Beautiful Girls must have been right around then, too, because I think I, I actually saw it in Minneapolis with my sister when I was staying with her while she was in college.
1: I don't know why I saw that movie, but I did. Beautiful that was Girls? 1996. Same year as oh. uh, everybody... Everyone says really? I love you. Yeah. Everyone says I love you. So, so bringing
0: my Natalie Portman love baggage to this movie—very mm-hmm. strange to see her as a child again. Yeah. Now that I am an adult, because very is, much a child, she is the age at which, like, I I had the big crush on her, and now I'm a grown man, and yeah. I'm just like, huh. And I remember there was like a moment where they're on the beach. Yes. In the in, I know in, it. in the swimsuits. Yes. And for like one second, like I. I feel like I slipped into childhood again where I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, what the fuck? No, yeah. <laughs> this is, these are little baby children. This is crazy. Yes. She's pretty good. Um, She's okay. I remember watching her in the scene towards the beginning where the whole family is around and she's like right behind Ellen Alda
1: standing and up like, and she, eating a sandwich and does she not know what to do in that scene yeah I like there's like a chair there everybody's eating at the table she's, she's just standing she's got a
0: weird look on her face the whole time yeah but otherwise I felt like she did a, a pretty good job in the movie yeah uh, Gabby Hoffman oh pretty yeah, good also
1: absolutely uh, what's the boy's name
0: oh Lucas Haas Lucas Haas oh my god he's a, a wonderful little asshole in mm-hmm. this movie and
1: him and Natalie Portman reunite in Mars attack
0: oh nice she's the president's daughter i don't like that movie uh, one bit it's okay oh boy i rewatched it a couple years ago during covid i nice. was
1: confused i think because jack nicholson plays two characters yeah and i'm like wait what as a as a youngster when i watched it but mind-blowing uh, yes and and the the grandfather in this movie uh he's Ooh, blue he's good he blue from old school is he really yes i don't think he is he absolutely is did you did you? Verify i that? did yes sir You're my boy
0: blue you're my boy blue God, he Looks was just actually, as old. <laughs> that moment, wow, I wrote it down. What does that say? Um, early when God he's damn it, losing his he mind? Saying? No, yeah, when he's he's like saying he has to go to the he has to go somewhere. Go to the racetrack. Go to the racetrack mm-hmm. and they're like that hasn't been around uh for 20 years, grandpa, and he's like, "Rained
1: out, you say?" <laughs> <laughs> that, that that
0: line made me laugh quite a bit. Yeah, I thought like, that was good.
1: Ner- made take him out. And then she shuffles him off, and then he comes back. I'll be going out now. (laughs) (laughs) I like this funeral scene too, but Yes. That um, was actually really charming. That was a very um, nice number.
0: And uh disturbing and made me uncomfortable, but also amused me.
1: Was that CGI? The The dance? I think they probably pours out the urn and the ash comes to life, and it's like a figure, but it's not a person. Oh. So maybe they just did some rotoscoping static effect on it. Oh,
0: I wonder. It doesn't seem like they do CGI at this. It would say. be cutting
1: edge if it was. I'll tell you that much. Probably not though. I think the budget of this movie was like 20 million, 40 really? million maybe, and it made 9 in the box office.
0: I mean, it might have made a little bit of money on home video, but uh Well, hey, apparently
1: it's making that Voodoo money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one that's ever fucking rented I it had out to there.
1: sign up. I, and there's no Voodoo app on my Amazon TV. No. So I had to go online, sign up, and then Put an HDMI into the computer to the TV and listen to the speakers off to my right uh, because the audio wouldn't come through the television to watch this movie.
0: Yeah, what a what a what a fun experience for you! I'm a diehard
1: Ugh. podcastist.
0: Do you remember when Natasha Leone was like a pretty big thing?
1: Yeah, because she did that Hick movie,
0: right? Um, Slums of Beverly Hills. Slums of Beverly Hills. That's the one. you, Okay, that's definitely the one that like uh, launched her. It did,
1: and now she's in Russian Doll.
0: Well, but I think she had like a a hard decade there. Yeah, she was on drugs or something like that. And Could the be. Russian doll, I think, was the the comeback. Wasn't she in? Uh, she was in American Pie also, right? Oh gosh, really? I think so. Oh, oh. boy, I think she had like a like a five year run as like an it girl, like an indie it girl. Not uh, oh yeah, well, I, I thought that was interesting. Remembering her uh, her little run there, man.
1: Yeah, I always kind of had a thing for her i like i like um smoky voices okay dad hey i'm your daughter i was like i don't know <laughs> what? that's as close as a, a replication of her voice as i can do but yeah she's in scary movie two american pie two american pie blade she was in blade blade trinity more specifically she's in all the american pies apparently yeah on an episode of or two of new girl perhaps kate and leopold
0: Ooh, that's supposed to be pretty good. Pee-wee's
1: Playhouse she was on at some point. What?
0: Like in the 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 80s show? Yeah.
1: Really? Uh, 86 to 90, yeah. She was probably a child. Yeah. Freeway
0: 2. Oh, not Freeway. Freeway 2. Freeway is uh, Kiefer Sutherland and Reese Witherspoon, right? It's the I Little would, Red Riding Hood.
1: I would think so. This movie, she looks violent. It's got a subtitle, Confessions of a Trick Baby. <laughs>
0: oh, man. When did that one come out? When, <laughs> what year is that?
1: This 19, is be- the Glorious Year of 1999.
0: Oh, really? So this is, okay, wow. Vincent Gallo We're, is in that show. I really, I I wish.
1: David that- Allen Greer? Oh, wow. Match Perlick? you say Match Perlick? Max Perlick. Sorry.
0: John Landis? Is Max Perlick still alive? I remember he was like in a bunch of stuff, and then he got caught buying weed in Central Park, oh. which seems to happen to a lot of people, and then dropped off the face of the earth. I think he was yeah, on Homicide is, Life on the he's Street. He's 54. Max Perlick is only 54?
1: <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. I uh, thought he'd be quite old. He, oh, he's in Gleaming the Cube. Perlickson? Yes. He's fuck his guy? fucking skater bro have... who's got the bomb shelter uh, pad. God,
0: I I need to rewatch that. Fuck. I really liked Christian Slater for a while, too. Yeah. Okay, back to the movie. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> what, I mean, like, what are your thoughts? I mean, okay, so Drew Barrymore, very pretty. I think she's yeah. good in this. I, I Yes. Ed Norton, like, doesn't really propose to her, though. No, when she and that's the, the rig.
1: Yeah, he. They're in the hospital after she. So he puts the ring on a parfait, and uh, she just dives right in. Yep, gobbles and it he, right up. What are you? He's doing his Woody Allen. What are you doing with the parfait? I thought. I thought somebody maybe stole the ring.
0: I didn't oh. possibly think she could have actually eaten it. But so sure enough,
1: she did. They did. They end up at the hospital. They do the X-ray, and I think there's a flub in there where the the nurse that turns to the camera actually says a different name than the name tag that's on the other nurse's <laughs> lapel. It's a fun fact for good you. Good catch. Good catch. I got an IMDb. Yeah, I was going to say, put it on the <laughs> trivia. <laughs> and uh, they do a musical number, Making Whoopi. Is that when they do Making Whoopi? That's where they do Making Whoopi. Don't, I don't want to yeah. talk
0: about Making Whoopi anymore.
1: Is Carlo Gugino in this? Is that Carlo Gugino in the no. hospital? I thought I saw. <laughs> no. If it is, it's uncredited and I missed it. Okay. But yes, he never actually proposes no, to her. No, he never gets to it. And then and she just, never says yes. Of no, course. and they just
0: move right on to they're engaged. We're engaged. And I, I actually, isn't that before he gets a chance to propose, which he doesn't end up doing? No. They're trying to get on the same page, right? Mm-hmm. And he just, they're on completely different pages and he backtracks every single thing that he says. Yes. I thought that was actually really funny. Yes. <laughs> actually, that, that. We're going to have four
1: kids. Mad. I only want two. What, two's good? Two is perfect. it's too <laughs> many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of too many. I liked that quite a bit. That man. was a nice bit. So then, yeah, the family rejoices. Alan Alda. I love Alan Alda. I, yeah, Alan Alda's great. He's an American treasure. Yeah. I, I will not go that. against
0: you on that. No. I can tell that you will fight yes. if somebody says anything bad about Alan Alda.
1: Never watched A Lick of MASH. No. Don't care to.
0: I've seen the movie, and I don't think I've seen the show. But,
1: boy, Alan Alda, man.
0: Alan Alda or Elliot Gould?
1: Yes. <laughs> good answer <laughs> I'm, I'm alan alda
0: that's oh mine.
1: that's i alan alda we you're not gonna marry
0: you went too far i did just saying i tried to do oh, it and it didn't good. work but
1: saying his name no yeah i thought that was that good. works fairly, fairly well i like that so yeah the, the one of the things about this movie and it's probably um i guess due to the fact that it's a whimsical um musical
0: that's light on plot.
1: It's light on plot and it's hard to nail down a timeline. Yeah. You know, like um the mom's B plot is weird with the reformed, yeah. Oh yeah, that's I mean it, it's an integral part I suppose, but it's It's so stupid.
0: Oh, God. Okay, so you've got Lucas Haas, who's become a young Republican and says all the reprehensible things. Guns, religion. And and that they're making fun of the uh, the liberal Democrats because they allow anything and everything. Right. And so we're playing both sides.
1: And they're all Democrats. Yeah, except for
0: Lucas Haas. Right. And they're all horrified by uh, everything he says. Which leads to one of the only interesting things in this movie. We can go back to the ethically monstrous Woody Allen plot of the movie but yeah. Tim Roth is the most interesting thing in this movie. God, when he By shows far. up, he is a wild fucking animal yes. when he goes into that apartment. Yes. He is instantly sleezing and fucking his way into everyone and everything, yes. touching and groping everybody. He's just in their space as a as a criminal just out of prison,
1: he's neurotic like everybody else, mm-hmm. but in a completely different way.
0: He's out for his, and he's going to get it. And I, I mean, he's a scumbag piece of shit. Yeah, but well, nobody he's... gets behind me. Oh, yeah, that like, was great. That's, like, a... <laughs> that's a real, that's a real. Nobody ship. knows
1: what to do. They're all I'm in front of you. I think yeah. Edward Norton says at one point. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, so he, yeah, he's the reformed convict. That uh, the mother is. I thought she was just doing jail reform because she's talking to the police,
0: and then. She's showing him off to the family, and then having she's a dinner like, party? Having, it's her birthday.
1: Oh. So she invites this convict to come over. God. And, and I, I, did, I didn't know it was going to be Tim Roth.
0: I knew he was in the movie. I, I forgot about movie. him by that point, though. Yes.
1: And he comes in. Is it at this point? Oh, God. No. We must not be in, 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 in Venice yet.
0: No. I also, at a certain point, I was like, "Is, is has this movie always been in Venice? Yeah.
1: Where? <laughs> what happened? Because he's like, I live in Paris. I live in Paris. And then, and then oh, we're in Venice. Yeah. No immediately just boom we're in venice not getting off the plane we're in venice now uh and that's after the tim roth shit i guess because he tim roth's
0: thing is he he busts polly walnuts from the sopranos and another guy that's that's fairly late in the jail which is also pretty funny also that's a
1: good sequence it's it's good
0: tim roth's so good and like his entire uh like he's got that very rapey sequence when he's first Invited over with Drew oh, Barrymore, yeah. where he is just on her. He's on everybody.
1: He's on the old woman. But like he finds- I think finds, Edward Norton's mom. Is that who that is?
0: Maybe. He finds poor Drew Barrymore alone yeah. out in an area and is just on her in a second. Yeah. He, and on is, the, yes, And it is so gross that they're like, she's into it. Like, oh, oh that's all it took is for him to be really horny right. and explain about how bad he wants to fuck her.
1: Yeah. He's in full on pepe lip humor.
0: Yeah. First kiss, what? Second kiss, yes. Yep.
1: What would you do and Tim Roth's doing his great New York accent? Yeah. What would you do if I kissed you right now? You know, you're like, Oh my god.
0: Oh, that's uh Ed, Ed Norton, kinda kinda out. He's on the outs, he's She's on the with outs. Tim Roth now.
1: I, and I don't even think we see that. She's just like, oh, I'm not getting married. And Al Nolda's, you're not getting married. Do you even say it aloud? See, I, God, I get so. Bored we don't these see the dump. It happens somewhere off camera. Okay. All of a sudden, at some point, Goldie Hawn and El Nolda are like, you're not getting married. I got receipts to prove that you're getting married because of the catering. And she's like, I'm going to uh, run away with uh, Tim Roth.
0: He's a great guy. It, like, she slowly guy. discovers that uh, he is a scumbag. Yes. Which should not be a surprise.
1: They go out on a romantic drive. God, which which is to do the uh, the bust out to get the bust out of Polly. Uh, the, the police are tracking them. I really thought the store heist. I don't know what it was like a general store. Yeah, or it, was, it looked like a corner store. So it reminded me very much of like brother. Oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, sure. And that whole crime baby face caper sequence. Uh, I thought that was fucking great. Yeah,
0: I was. I was really. I mean, any, anything with him in it in the movie was was yeah. pretty a plus.
1: Yeah. So then, and then it shifts, and now we're in Venice. Yes, and it's the daughter who is the narrator,
0: Natasha Leone, the central focus. Bj, DJ. Um, Bj, Dj, Dj, not Bj, not Bj,
1: <laughs> not Brian Johnson. Uh, so now they're in Venice, and it's just Woody Allen's movie now.
0: Mm-hmm. Man, I, I mean, is that worse? Better? It doesn't matter because neither storyline's any good. It's
1: worse because it's Woody Allen. And but it's because
0: of the topic, though, also. Very the true. The subject matter.
1: It's better because it's more focused.
0: Check this out, guys. Uh, Natasha Leone's mother is a therapist. Julia yes. Roberts is one of her patients. The kids drilled a hole in the wall mm-hmm. and listened to the therapy sessions. So Natasha Leone's character knows everything about Julia Roberts. Right. As soon as Woody Allen sees her is like, Oh, oh, she's oh she's so beautiful. That's a terrible impression. <laughs> she's like, Listen, I know everything there is to know about her. I'm gonna yes. give you all this information so you can basically rape her.
1: At first it's uh, just coincidental. That's the woman that I was spying on. She gives him a couple of pointers, uh, but then it very, it gets very specific, yeah. and she's taking notes. Yeah, when she goes back to New York, because I guess that's where Julia Roberts lives.
0: Good luck with that timeline.
1: Uh, but she's with her husband, who's the rapist from Prison Break.
0: Is that he's he's always a bad guy, right? Did you
1: notice his dick flopping?
0: No, but I, I immediately was like, "That guy's a bad guy and stuff." Yeah, oh yeah, that guy's always a bad guy. He looks okay at this.
1: Yes, yeah, so he's there's the scene where Woody Allen meets Julia Roberts running.
0: Oh, sure, which is super creepy. And by the way, I've never been a Julia Roberts fan. Really. No, she looked gorgeous. She's running. slamming. She looks. I I feel like all these actresses that mm-hmm. were around. Before I I uh, became horny, mm-hmm. well, by the time I became horny, they just didn't register,
1: right? Yeah, I never thought Julia Roberts was. I thought she was a. I always thought she's a fantastic actor. Sure, yeah, but I I never found her attractive. No, same I mean, She's, she's a good looking. Bar- I didn't woman, think Drew course. Barrymore was
0: good looking either. Right. And now coming
1: back, I'm like, yeah, these these women are beautiful. They're next level gorgeous. And and only in a Woody Allen movie <laughs> could a character like Woody Allen land julia Roberts.
0: he's such a disgusting little creep in this movie there's nothing like sexual no. about him. but okay this is no. i'm wondering about the context of woody allen is that the joke i mean that's he knows that he's a weird looking guy who's not remotely good looking you know it
1: it all makes sense for to me for the first time at the end of the movie when you see not only does woody allen do an incredible groucho marx impersonation i mean okay. incredible but you but but since the movie centers around that at towards the end, sure, uh, he must have been a huge fan and 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 that's what's informing the character of Woody Allen, this irreverent character that's willing and capable of breaking the fourth wall and and being completely removed. okay. it just doesn't work when it's not a Marx Brothers movie, where everything is fucking madcap and insane, yeah, when everybody's somewhat a semblance of a human character. And you got Woody Allen over here fucking riffing and bebopping and scatting all over the place. It just doesn't work. It never worked for me. And, and, I, and, I, and I realize now what he's doing and why it doesn't work. Okay. But his groucho is fucking flawless. He's,
0: uh, I, uh, yeah. I... So he meets Vaughn. Sure. Uh, Julia, Julia Roberts.
1: Roberts. Who's in a marriage that she's not happy with. Mm-hmm. And the daughter's already prepped him. In fact, he's supposed to run into her while, while jogging.
0: It's so creepy. It's such a – it's the the level of stalkery. Well, and
1: then we get this like um, – again, very much like a Marx Brothers movie. He runs to the edge of the thing and he's at the water. And he's, well, I guess I got to turn around. And she's zigging and he's zagging. And somehow they meet and he has a heart attack. And her husband comes up. He's Is not it a heart attack? There. He says he's having a heart attack. <laughs> he's Woody Allen. Everything's yeah. a fucking heart attack. Yeah. And then the husband shows up. So he then runs into her again at the museum. Mm Because the daughter is like, oh, I know where she's going to be. And I know all of these things about her. Blow
0: on her neck. She loves that. Oh,
1: The shoulder blade.
0: Is it the shoulder blade? It's in
1: between the shoulder blades. Come on, Jason. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So he meets her at the museum. And he knows all about the thing that she likes. And it's hard to tell if he boned up on it or or if he actually knew these things. Because it seems kind of effortless. But it also seems very much like... I'm hitting all. I mean, of yeah, the he's, he's, he studied this perfectly
0: to uh, manipulate her into a relationship. As yes, not the person she thinks
1: he is. And it's... so this little nebbish goblin somehow lands Julia Roberts in her prime. Yeah, <laughs> and she leaves her husband for him.
0: Yep, of course. Why wouldn't you?
1: Right, they, they go back to New York and they start dating. And right? he's
0: he's. Like 60 in real life at this point, I think.
1: He's definitely married to his daughter, I believe, at this point. Is he already in the Sunni pit? I believe so. He's a couple
0: years into that? I believe he's in his 60s in this. Oh, that's so no. crazy. You don't 60 so. is, is too much. <laughs> uh, okay. So it has to be late fifties then mid to I, late fifties. I guess. Okay. Let me, see I mean, there. if you tell me Woody Allen is 45 in this, I'll start
1: crying. <laughs> I'm, that's the vibe I got to be honest. So he is currently 86. So he was born in 35, 35 plus 50. So 30, 60, 60 years old. He was 61. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That is unbelievable. He's fucking old as hell, and Julia Roberts is mid, probably mid, maybe thirties. Yeah, yeah, not in her forties. No, no, no. She is. She's God. She's got to be pretty old by now. I mean, she's like really. She still looks good. She still looks pretty good. And 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 so they date. Yeah. Right. And then there's all this other shit happening. I think that must have been it. We break from the main story. Go to Venice. The daughter is going to marry an Italian gentleman. Um, what? at the party. She's like, We're getting married. And he's like, What? And you can Oh, me?
0: okay, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. We skipped something super important. Okay. Who Natasha Leone is into somebody, I think, at one point.
1: We first see her on a boat with a dude who looks like he's in his thirties. Okay. He's a beefcake. Okay. It's got guns.
0: But next up, around the forty-six minute mark in the movie, <laughs> yep. Natasha Leone me cute somebody in the back of a cab?
1: No, no, before that. I'm sorry in before the airport that, she's in the arms of the beefcake on the gondolier Gon- gondola gondola <laughs> I'll get there and the gondolier uh she then is dating and is gonna marry when she go when he- when Woody Allen goes to the party and he runs into Julia Roberts and blows on her shoulders and she's like, I'm gonna faint
0: right and at but, this point he's very upset. That, but but when the daughter skipping... is there this okay. is before that
1: the daughter is at this party and she's like I'm gonna marry this gondolier and Woody Allen's like no you're not what are you talking about and they do a whole routine and then they go back to new york and she's at the airport oh and she finds her louis vuitton bag uh, although they don't name drop it i i spotted that
0: oh very good
1: uh and she's like hey man that's my bag and then this was actually at the point where i texted you and i was like is this another one of those movies where he's <laughs> where <laughs> where billy crudup the reason we're watching this movie is going to be in this thing briefly halfway yep. through it sure and in fact, there he is. There he is. Long hair, right off of sleepers. He looks good. It's not that long, Or before long, sleepers. It could be. Sure. It's hard to say when they filmed him, but
0: but he's uh, he's not the sleazy creep no. that he was in sleepers. He's fleshed out. He looks good. He looks he looks handsome like a nice fuck. young man. Yeah. Yes, and he sings with her in the back of the car. Yeah. So he's got a nice voice. He's effortless.
1: Because she even says, "Who needs that?" Other guy, this is my man. Yeah. So they get into the cab and they do a number that I'm. That could be an original, but it also could be a real song. Sure. He sings it. He's an angel. She doesn't do anything.
0: And I'm thinking, man, this is cool. Billy Crudup's her new
1: boyfriend, right? He's going to be in this movie for the rest of it. That, yep. We're we're on the Crudup
0: train. We did it. Now I realize that he is gone forever. <laughs> yeah. When she is into the rapper. Right? Is she yeah. at
1: like a hip hop party? But, well but before that, while they're still in the cab, there is a duet. Okay. In this cab. Not with DJ, but with the cabbie. The cabbie sings. I'm pretty sure that's a fake beard. Okay. It's a big fucking beard. I
0: do not remember this man. I'm at pretty all. sure
1: it's a glued on fucking beard to My make eyes him where I'm Billy. This dude, he can really enter a movie and turn that fucking movie around. Billy? Yes. Forty seconds. Did we get about forty seconds out of this motherfucker? You know, the airport scene is probably just under a minute, but the cab scene—it's probably a good two or three minutes long. Okay, you know he does a nice verse, and then there's a voiceover of the, the, the Natasha Leone as the cab drives away. Um, that is like who? I think that's where she says, "Who needs marrying that Italian guy? This is my man." No, he's done.
0: He's gone. And she not, gets
1: like two more, two other guys
0: that she's briefly interested in for the the rest of the movie.
1: Yeah, it's because this—I think it's at this point. Where Tim Roth and Drew Barrymore are doing their thing, uh, we don't see Edward Norton at this point. He's gone. No,
0: he he shows up again at the end.
1: Uh the the subplot for um, Natalie Portman and Gabby Hoffman. Yep. They... Not not to be confused with Abby Hoffman, which I was confusing throughout most of this movie. Isn't Abby Hoffman the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The civil rights. That steal this book. Yes. Uh. <clears throat> uh. So they they're sisters, right? I think so. Right? Because. Uh, uh, Natasha Leone is Woody Allen and Goldie Hawn's daughter, but the other two and the boy is Alvin Alda and Goldie Hawn's kids.
0: God bless you for yes. tracking it.
1: So they got a boy that they got a crush on.
0: There's one boy, there's two girls, yeah. and those girls are like, whatever, let's see what happens.
1: Yeah, like you don't, you think this is going to work? I, I think it's not going to work. They're both not gonna wooing work. this boy. Yes. And there's a funny moment where they actually ask him to be a part of their group. Where they're in a deli and the two girls are like trying to get their shit together. Mm-hmm. And that reminded me almost like beat for beat, although it's drastically different, of the um, Sausage King of New York scene from Ferris Bueller. Where they're putting on their sunglasses and they're trying to like, I don't know, it very much it rang. The, it, and and anybody listening to this, they're going to go back and watch both those movies now.
0: Yeah, get on it.
1: And they're going to say, that that Jules is on to something.
0: He's, I, I thank him for telling me how to watch this movie yeah. on Voodoo. Yes. The, the only open, way. Right. Encouraging me to watch this. And then uh, watching Ferris Bueller. Equally great movies. Both of them, the quality of each one, exactly the same. Exactly the same. Yes.
1: In fact, some might say Ferris Bueller is the weaker of the two. By a hair. Just by a hair.
0: But, Far less funny.
1: So they're like, hey, let's hang out because we're on, is we're on summer school vacation? break.
0: Yeah, no. They say something about the city being empty.
1: Well, because Goldie Hawn's birthday is in August. <sighs> okay.
0: <laughs> this fucking oh god this plot is so boring because
1: then it's halloween yes what yeah when is it halloween uh, very shortly after the dinner party Oh like, wait, like
0: uh, yeah the, then it's halloween my the little kid sings a song in the werewolf costume at the door well is that then, real did i make that up no no that's very okay, real that's and not... then the
1: next group of kids are very much doing Chinese. oh the racist the racist isn't there a couple racist costumes I don't know what the other kid is. Are he like a
0: Nazi? I felt like a couple other ones came in and each one of them were like, oh, this no, is not no, good. No, no, it's
1: the werewolf boy. He's outside. Yeah. And then the girls, they're doing, two girls and one boy, I believe, doing the China man thing. Yeah. They come in. They're invited in. Let's extend this number. This is a good one. And then there's a boy who's maybe German smoking a cigar or something. Yeah. And the mom like, oh no, and they close the door on him or some shit, but regardless. So their they're, they're B-plot is that they're trying to date the same boy? Yeah, and they're going to the beach, and then, and then it's, it's a real, it's actually kind of a tender little plot. Sure, you know, because I, I think a credit to to Gabby and, and Natalie Portman, they're good, they're good kids. Fine, good kids, the good The boy's actresses. a good boy. He's not like a hunk. Like they're he's like not, he's a hunk, but
0: man, he's pretty flat. He, he's but no, I didn't really. He's no Brad Renfro. <laughs> I was
1: gonna say <laughs> if they would have secured a Brad Renfro, this movie would have probably uh, won some Academy Awards.
0: Can I? Once again, I
1: I hate this movie. Mm-hmm. There's a few things I like.
0: Um, when yeah. when they say that, what is the description of the movie again? They're like, uh, uh a visitor comes and everything changes. Tim yeah.
1: Roth comes and shakes up everything. Okay,
0: you know what I was thinking? I was like, I hope the rest of this movie is, uh, him torturing them in this house. That Maybe could have very well been the case. Yeah, that would have been a uh, far more fascinating yeah. something where uh, Tim Roth turns it all on his head because they're. All these people are terrible. He's terrible too.
1: The problem with this movie as a musical, Mm -hmm. and I think it's very much the same for a lot of more contemporary musicals. After what would I I would consider the height of musicals, which is like the fifties to the seventies.
0: Okay, I thought you had a specific movie in mind. Dancing
1: in the Rain. Okay, you know all those Gene Kelly pictures, um, on up to like West Side Story in the sixties, going into the seventies. Sure. And then it, it, the, the genre pretty much died. And then after that, it, it was these one-offs.
0: But yeah, from people that grew up with musicals. In the and, movies. And love them. Yes. And try to hey,
1: mimic them. it's the 90s. Let's do a musical. No, guys. The problem is is that they start with the um, opening number, which is a nice ensemble of ancillary characters as well as two of the more main characters. Um, and then it goes into the Nina Marcus bit. Then we do the hospital scene, which again is an ensemble piece. That doesn't involve any of the main characters. They're there.
0: I'm really scared you're about to just take me through the whole plot of the movie. Again. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Okay.
1: So then from there, what are the musical numbers? The Billy Crudup number. But these are all like subdued numbers. And that is then the case for the rest of the movie. So it's like you forget that you're watching a musical. Right. And then they do the forget about love. Who needs love? Uh, they're, everybody's at their low point. And then we get that rap number. Uh, fuck love. Wrapping it up. I don't know. When did that happen? Who's, who's rapping? They're, they're just guys. Uh,
0: I don't even remember this sequence.
1: Oh, you don't? Oh, gosh. gosh. So, yes, the, the daughter, you mentioned it, where she then goes on to the rappers.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember her going there and realizing as soon as she said something about being interested in this guy. Mm-hmm. I think maybe I was thinking about that.
1: Alan Alda does, because he's bummed out about the marriage, not going through. And then Natalie Portman singing, ah, love stanks, because, you know, she got, the other sister got chosen. Yeah. And then and then it jumps to the rap and and they're they're not anybody. I thought. I mean, maybe they were rappers because they mm-hmm. rapped fairly well. I mean, they were convincing rappers, but they weren't anybody that I was. I was, was expecting it cool, it cool Keith. I, oh, if it would have been Cool <laughs> Keith, holy Toledo! It wasn't. Uh, it was nobody. And 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 again, that number of fizzles. That yeah. You're thinking, oh God, they're going to be doing a Natalie Portman, Alan Alda, crescendoing um, tonight. Sort of number with the wrapping it and no. I think
0: that the musicals you describe mm-hmm. have uh, good plots mm-hmm. and are interesting. Well, they're and musicals. then the music works with that.
1: True, they're full fledged musicals. This
0: is a uh, weak Woody Allen uh, script. Yes, and he's like, I'm gonna put some music in here. Yeah, and it's just shitty. But, but nothing else does that. People, yeah, okay. I
1: Until understand. the Goldie Hawn scene.
0: Yes, the very end of the movie. So,
1: which it, also can I point out? Yeah. What a piece of shit, Woody Allen, She's still with Alan Alda at this point, right? Yes. He just takes her? Alan Alda's sick. He can't go to the Marx Brothers feature. Uh, Woody Allen's like, I can't go. I'm going to kill myself again or something. And um, Goldie Hawn's like, well, no, come with me. And at that point, I was like, oh, no. Yep. Is she going to leave Alan Alda?
0: She sure is. And all, all, all it took was uh, Woody Allen taking her on a tour of places that they... Uh, Went the first time they fell in love in Venice, but but does she leave him? Yeah, for sure. After that dance sequence, like that is for sure like their souls rejoining.
1: I thought it was like they kissed and then they were just like, eh. You think so? I that I, that's I was Im-
0: sure would like that a lot more. That's than the impression just that I, that I got. I like the Boston song. <laughs> I do not like Woody Allen uh, winning in these movies. Oh, absolutely
1: not. He doesn't deserve anything. Absolutely not. I, I will say I, I, I hated the Marx – there was a Marx Brothers song, okay. number, where m- various different people are, are dressed up as the Marx Brothers, okay. introducing the film festival or whatever. Oh, sure, 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 yeah. And they're doing a very good Marx Brothers thing. Aren't they – is it a different language though? It's in French. Yeah. They're in France at this point. Yeah. Um, But, but I, I thought it was kind of dumb. Okay. Kind of annoying. Went on f- for way too long. Uh, at this point. Yes. I thought Goldie Hawn was magical with her mustache. She's got a big cigar and she's like doing that. her. I thought she was doing the business and it was great. And Woody Allen's uh, uh, Groucho Marx impression, uh-huh. impersonation, fucking flawless. Oh, you're
0: working that hand, that flawless hand. I yeah.
1: thought that was like, and again, that was the eye-opening moment for me where I finally got Woody Allen. Okay. And I realized what he's been doing and why it doesn't work. Yeah. Because it's everybody says i love whatever it's called anyone says i love you oh, every, everyone oh. says i love you it's no duck soup okay
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it works for the marx brothers because yeah everybody else is like a normie but but their stereotype oh my lord even if you
0: have like if everybody's a straight man mm-hmm. you better have groucho marx uh, marching through every scene and you can't have them pop up once in a while
1: right exactly he needs to be the focal point, not just, oh boy, I'm dating Julia Roberts and I'm a borderline rapist. Right. I mean I think that's that's the I argument guess, right the- I mean, he's using knowledge of her against her.
0: I think when she says she's crazy, it's because she she's finally gotten everything issues. she wanted yes. and realized that she doesn't want it. Right. I'm crazy. I'm gr- I feel like it was a man writing a, di- a line of dialogue for a woman too. Oh, it's this like, is you know, women—they're crazy.
1: This is a 61 year old man oh, writing man. fantasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, teenage girls. I mean, he—you do- know—he doesn't know shit. Yeah, and and it's apparent he doesn't know anything outside of him. So every man in this movie is him. Yeah. And every woman is like some sort of idea of what he wants women to be as well. God, we're really getting into the weeds on this one.
0: I got to, we got to, listen, do you recommend this
1: movie? I don't. I, I will say the Goldie Hawn number. Okay. When she starts to float. Yeah. It's such a magical moment that this movie did not earn.
0: No, I know that was my problem with it when it started happening. I was like, "Oh, really?" In another movie that that earned that. Yes. That might have made your heart sore. It may have made
1: me weep, oh. to be honest. It may have. It but didn't.
0: maybe not with Woody Allen being the character, because he's Woody, a scumbag. Right.
1: Because, you, again, I slept you around town for hours to find this point. He's manipulating her.
0: Neither of us having
1: seen La La Land, right.
0: perhaps we can imagine Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone having this floating dance.
1: And the problem is, if your interpretation is correct, nothing up to this point. Suggests that she's unhappy with Alan Alda. No,
0: they seem fine. They seem perfect. She's ashamed of uh, being a rich liberal Democrat when he's uh, been a Democrat that's worked for his money. But he's sick is the worst. Right. Well, he can't be here. And boy, it sure is easy to steal me away.
1: He can't be here. And this impish moron who's been taking advantage of people is down on his luck. And gosh, like, what was that cop? The cop did you, do you remember that before they sing it, it would have been more um appropriate after the number because they're talking and oh we're dating and you told me about the thing and and then they cut to a, sh- a shot of a copper a copper, bobby a bobby at on the the railing of the bridge that they're underneath looking down at them just like kids fuck right yeah now why <laughs> nothing about what they're doing is even out of the ordinary.
0: Are you not supposed to be down there?
1: They're in. She's in a gown. He's in a tuxedo. Yeah. They're white. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> clearly they're not breaking any laws. That, they are
0: gypsies. In the eyes they of are a Bobby. They are gypsies. They'd be chasing them with sticks.
1: You know, and so they do you're their number. You're not supposed to say a gypsy. No, you're not. Uh, well, in the Romas. context of a gypsy, you okay. can't. Okay. But, but, but because people, some people are, are gypsies, right? I mean, yeah, there are bands.
0: But I think they're. What?
1: A band of gypsies. A band of gypsies? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I think they they have a different nationality. Aren't they they're called the, the Romas? Roma? I don't know. Uh, maybe. And then gypsy a derogatory term for them?
1: Could be. But, but well, I think it there's- could be for them, but I think there's a, 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 a societal collection that you can consider a gypsy, right? Like a nomad? Like they're just a band of traveling- I don't think you're supposed to call them that. Well, maybe not the actual ethnic group. But the idea of, like, carnies, carnival people, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. They kiss. You think they are going to run off together. I think they were just like, hey, you
0: know, we're old. I'm not invested in my opinion at all. That's just what I, I got out of the movie. Because then we come back
1: to the party. Do we go back to the party? And everybody's dancing.
0: I'm about to have a seizure if we keep talking about this movie. <laughs> well,
1: because that's where the daughter finally says, I think I found the man of my dreams. Who, Natasha Leone? Yes, who did she find? I don't know. She's dancing with somebody dressed like Groucho Marx. They don't show him. I thought it was Natalie Portman. What? But. <laughs> what? Or no, maybe it was
0: Lucas. H- I don't know. Oh, where was I? At the end of the, you know what? I, these movies, they're, they bore me. Yeah. And I start drinking.
1: You know, it's funny. I'm just waiting for them to be over. I start watching them with Callie and she vanishes at some point. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm in it. I'm in it for the long haul. So uh-huh. I can't go anywhere same i would not recommend this movie no and in, and i'm and i'm happy that it's very difficult to find legally without buying the dvd well i got it in about 10 minutes on the internet you did and i'm glad you did because this movie doesn't deserve to make any more money no more money it robbed me yes nobody is good in this movie except julia roberts and Alan Alda. Well, we liked Billy Crudup. And Billy Crudup. I was thinking if there's anybody before that. Obviously yeah. Billy Crudup is
0: Lucas Haas did a good job as like a dick.
1: He was fine. Yeah. I liked the the joke where they're like, "Oh, he's got a brain tumor. That's why he's a Republican."
0: <laughs> so it was pretty funny, but yeah. I mean,
1: it's a very liberal joke, yeah. but okay, I guess. If
0: you've noticed any strange behavior over the last year.
1: Oh my god. Oh, I'm sorry. And we didn't touch on the grandpa's funeral. The, um, the, the musical number. The musical number. Which Time's is- up? What is it? What do they say? Something. We're oh, all gonna,
0: it's later than you think? It's later than you think. Oh, God. And they're
1: dancing as ghosts. Yep. And people can see them, and then the family starts doing a conga line. Yeah. in the background,
0: that one's really good. That was one of the more lively numbers. That was, and the it was, song was good. It it, it hit my heart, yes.
1: and it and it did that musical thing where they're allowed to not be the characters, but they're but they're going with the flow of this whimsical event, and then they never speak on it again. No, right. So it's like a fantasy almost. I, I loved it really. absolutely. Hit, hit loved it. Hit me
0: in the feels as an almost 40-year-old forty year old man before didn't do like that, two but months.
1: that's where I realized that he was blue. Um. Boy blue, my boy blue.
0: God, I still don't think that's true. I'm Absolutely, you
1: better you better look it up. Because how many true. years later
0: would old school be?
1: Ten? Not long- no, I don't even think
0: ten. Because I was watching that in college in two thousand three. Okay. was the then year that it was big.
1: Nine, nine, seven years. What was this? Ninety six. Yeah, seven. seven years. That makes sense. Because he died shortly. I don't know if he died shortly after. He died in the movie. He did dies you? in all of his movies. Apparently,
0: <laughs> he's old. He does. He does. He did die in real life. I remember the. Announcing
1: this. That. He died ball. in old school. He died in old school, yes. Because he's a candle in lubing. The, wind. the lubing. The lube wrestling. Two chicks are lube wrestling. Does have a heart attack, right? Yeah, he's just like, hi. He's going to pounce and he's just frozen. I think I
0: said candle in and the wind. I meant dust away. in the wind. Dust in the wind.
1: Yeah. Candle in the wind is not a song.
0: You're my boy, Blue. Yeah.
1: Candle in the wind. Wait, is that that's, the.
0: That's the Princess Diana song.
1: Elton John one. He didn't write it for her, but he reappropriated it for her. <laughs> Speaking of, have you ever seen candle that Elton John movie? Wind.
0: No, Rocket, Rocket man? man. No. Oh man. You like it? I did. I like that guy, Terry He's doing Taren the songs. Edgerton. Yeah, which it's supposed to be the opposite of Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: Absolutely, yeah. and it very much. I mean, it follows the same uh, template: up, down, blah, blah. blah but I'm, I'm back. not
0: opposed, but I have no interest in watching it. I'd rather watch Tick, Tick, Boom, dude. Okay, well, I like Andrew Garfield.
1: Y- mm, I think I do too.
0: Watch Boy A. Mm. That's a real bummer. He participates in a murder as like a teenager, like him and another guy kill, oh. kill a young lady. And oh. they get gets sent to prison reform. And I think his friend kills himself and then he finally gets released. His identity is kept a secret and he tries to have a normal life. Oh, wow. It's very sad.
1: I saw him in Spider-Man. You seen uh well, what is uh yeah Silver Lake? I didn't see that. That's uh, supposed to be. I
0: was gonna try to be funny about that. I, I saw Under the Silver Lake. I liked that. That's that was supposed weird. To
1: be a, a dog of a movie.
0: Oh no! It's it, like is this dog of a movie bad?
1: Yeah, it didn't do very well. It didn't do no, well. No, it, it did didn't horribly. Do, it didn't do I do not There's no way to sell that. It did it's the too long. opposite of well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no,
0: because p- it's the follow-up to It Follows. The guy who made that made Under the Silver Lake. Oh, Light. but not like... No, it's not a sequel. Okay. Um, Wouldn't that be funny? It would be. At the I, end of
1: the movie, all of a sudden, it follows him. He's like, what?
0: <laughs> there's lots of good things in Under the Silver Lake. You should watch There's a, a moment where he uh like punches the shit out of like a 12-year-old. <laughs> it's Isn't fucking there a girl awesome.
1: is barking in the pool or something?
0: There's a bunch of weird stuff, yeah. man. There's. Uh, murders and hmm. homeless people in tunnels and Weird. secret cults. It's it's fascinating. Okay. All right. Well, I'm Jason. Oh, I'm Julian. And this was episode two. You can tune in next week for inventing the Abbotts. Yeah. Liv Tyler, Billy uh, Crudup.
1: Yes, we we'll be will be doing filmographies. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Good night.